Hi, everyone. This is part two of our episode with Angela. She played basketball at Vanderbilt University and is just starting to play adult recreational tennis. We are definitely not experts. So if we tell Angela anything that you think is incorrect, please let us know. You can message us on our website, which is secondservepodcast.com. But here is part two. You've talked about rackets and you've talked about strings, which was very helpful. But like, does the brand of the ball matter? Does it balls for different surfaces? What does it mean to hit the fuzz off? Like, I'm confused. Okay, it doesn't matter to me, but right. it does I, to Erin. I'm laughing. So go ahead, Erin. I'm laughing because I'm kind of a ball snob. <laughs> she is. She is. She went and played with my balls one day. Oh, that sounds terrible. But <laughs> go ahead, Erin. Well, we were at States. Carolyn and our friend Emily and I yes. all walked up to turn the card in, right? I think Emily and I were captaining or yes, something. Yes, single so, states. So we were, yeah, yes. singles. So we have to fill out the card of who's playing what line, and then you have to turn it into the official's table, and then they give you your can of balls. And Emily and I and Carolyn all walked up, and Emily and I went, oh, they're playing with, I don't even know what brand it was. Both Emily and I were like, oh, we don't like the, and I don't even know why, because now, honestly, I would probably play with anything. But what I do know, because I was told very early on when I was a 2-5, I went out to um, courts that were all hard courts, not clay, and I opened up a can of balls, and the lady that I was playing against said, do you have hard court balls because those are clay? And I didn't even know that. Right. Now I know because they're actually um, colored differently. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times if you get one can, one company, I think it's pen, it's like a red top, and if you're playing with clay, and if you're playing with hard court balls, it's a black top. A black lid. Um, but then there's like a million, you know, there's Babel. I mean, there's a million different different types of tennis balls. So I'm sure they're not all color coded. But um, sometimes I just have to look on the side to see which ones I'm playing with. And I do try to buy the correct ones. But brand wise, I mean, I just, whatever I'm running, whatever store I'm running past, whatever they have is fine. But hitting the fuzz off, eh, that's just kind of, I feel like that's just an annoying saying of someone, instead of someone saying, let's warm up for five minutes. They go, let's knock the fuzz off it. Yes. Okay. So no fuzz actually comes off the ball. You no, I think it's yeah. very much figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it does literally come off at some point, but you're not going to do a five-minute warm-up and, like, like, we're not advanced enough to know. Like, have, if you watch pros on TV, they get, I think there's, like, six or nine balls that they play with, and they actually will look at them and decide which one they want to play with, depending on the receiver. Like, if they... And I don't know what they are exactly, but like if one looks more fuzzy or more flat than the other, they'll they'll pick that based on who they're serving to. Mm-hmm. Wow. We're not that advanced. Well, not we don't that, have to worry about that. I've never lost a match and then blamed it on the balls. Like the reason I lost it is because they had this brand balls. Have That's you? So good. No, have, but I'm going to. But from I'm, now maybe on. I should. Yeah. Maybe I should. Yeah. From now on, I'm going to yeah. add that to the repertoire. Huh? Yes. 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 Of yes. many things. Yes. Okay. So we're talking about different services. Like, what are the difference between clay and the asphalt or hard top, whatever you call it? Yeah. I, mean, I guess I don't know if we have grass courts locally, but if I y'all mean, ever played on grass. Do I we? never have. I never have. Have you? Yeah, no. I've never played. Do we have any locally? No. Don't Not look that- at me. Oh, I I thought- <laughs> oh. Uh, at Wimbledon, they do. I know. <laughs> yeah, I wish we were there right now. Um, I play on clay a lot and hard a lot. Yeah, we play on, yeah. And we actually just played this, well, I did this morning. We Carolyn and I were both practicing, but on two different courts. She was on clay, I was on hard. And our hard courts just got resurfaced and they felt Amazing, really? Yes. Okay, because normally with I hard don't know courts, why, but they were awesome. The only big difference I see is on when I play on hard courts, a really long match. 
my body hurts yes. the next day yes. versus it doesn't happen on clay. clay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, agreed. And I actually prefer to play, play on clay, not because of that reason. That is a good reason though. Um, clay slows the ball down. Yes. So yes. I especially like to play singles because it gives me more time to like run for a ball or um, you get weird bounces on clay that you don't get on hard courts. Um, you know, it could come off a line. Like the lines are literally on top of the clay. So there's, it's never going to be a completely flat surface. And even um, again, we're not advanced enough to really know, but um, on hard courts, sometimes the painted part of the line feels a little bit different than the actual surface. And so some people will be like, oh, it's get it off a line. I'm like, it all feels the same to me, you know? Um, but yeah, we play a lot on clay. And if you can, for your body wise, it's good to try to, like a lot of people prefer clay. Yeah. I prefer clay because I also like to have a ball mark. Yeah. Like if the ball goes quickly and I call it out, sometimes I am like, wait, let me just double check versus it on hard courts, if it goes quickly, you just have to assume it's in. Unless it's pollen. I was going to say that. I was going to say that. We live in an area that's with a ton of true. pollen. That's true. It is very true. Yes. That's the one time you can see the marks clearly on a hard court is during pollen season. Am I the only one who feels like they're sliding more on clay? Oh, I definitely slide. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I do. I don't I, do it correctly, though. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know how to slide, but I kind of do slide. But the big difference between Carolyn's, my, Carolyn's game and my game is Carolyn has really good footwork. Nice. I do not. Basketball. Yes. It's but I don't true. hit the ball hard. And right. you hit the ball hard. Correct. So I slide more. Anger issues. <laughs> <laughs> I slide more because I'm not quick enough to get to the ball. She is like, do, 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 do. she has the fastest footwork and she's always there. So mm. she, you don't slide like I do because I'm like kind of lazy about my footwork and not as quick. So that's where I feel like I'm sliding. I mean, sometimes I go back to the clay and I, I kind of move it around because you can see like a long <laughs> stretch that I've done where I've slid, but not like a pro slides into like a great shot more <laughs> because I have terrible footwork. But yeah. really great shots. Good really, shots. Very good shots. Yeah. <laughs> well, that kind of leads me into the question I have. And I know a lot of newbies, like, what do you guys suggest is the best way to improve? I would say lessons and yeah. just getting out there and playing and playing say, different play types lot. of players. Mm -hmm. What else, Aaron? Yeah. I would say getting out as much as you can. Because um, I've seen more people get better quickest by being out there consistently, like a lot. Like hitting with the wall machine, you know, playing singles or doubles or whatever. Those are the people that I've seen get better very quickly. Find a group. Find someone. Yeah. Because I know a number of times, I don't know if I would ever get out with a ball machine. Yeah, I know. But I if wouldn't. Aaron calls me to play tennis, yeah. then I'm going to go. Even if I don't feel that great, mm -hmm. I go and play. So find a group that's your same level and then try to play at least once a week or yeah. when you can. yeah. Because that's where you do get better. Yeah. And I did throw myself into USTA matches. I think maybe we're going to talk about USTA, but I did throw myself in about yes. six months after I started lessons. Yes. Um, you know, into summertime where they said, oh, it's not as serious as every other um, season, which turned out not to be true. But, um, you know, I just thought that was like the easiest season to kind of get in. Um, but yeah, it's like just playing a lot, like either practices or throw yourself into matches because... I feel like there's never a great time. Like if you're nervous to get into playing USTA, I actually played singles against a lady for one or two years at the, there's a lat, they call it a ladder um, as opposed to quad. So it's a singles ladder. So you move up or down each week. And I played for, I don't know, many, many 
matches against this lady who was such a good player, but she was terrified to sign up for USTA. Really? And I signed up really early, and now I see her. She's a 3-0, but she is a phenomenal 3-0. Like, she, she'll she'll get bumped for sure. Um, and we probably, we started at the same time, but I was willing to throw myself into matches and she was just, she just wanted to practice for a very, very long time before she did. So I think that's a really great point is to sign up for USTA. Mm-hmm. It makes you show up. It makes you play. Yeah. And then you get find a team and then you start practicing with your team. Mm-hmm. So I think that was such a great point is yeah. go ahead and sign up yeah. and play. Jump. Nobody feels yeah. ready. Exactly. We're all going out there. No one's that good. Right. You know, and if you are, you're at the wrong level. Exactly. Right. If you're winning all your matches, you're at the wrong level. You'll yeah. get bumped up and eventually lose. Like I'm doing now. <laughs> so you eventually, you eventually bump up enough that you're going to lose. But that's the beauty of USTA yeah. is that if you're winning all the time, you're going to get bumped up. And then you're going to start losing and then you'll start winning again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's a great point. Yeah. It, it is. The, I think we talked about this maybe last week. It is the one system that uh, makes like you or I go out and not have to play against stuff. 5-0. Like a former college player. So that's yeah. the difference with basketball. I showed up for pickup and there's Angela there and I go, uh-oh, I'm in the wrong place. But that wouldn't happen um, with tennis. You know, you're playing people at your same level. Yeah. So that's really, that's a good point. Yeah. I've seen your shoot. She's out of Right. I was going to say. No, not like her though. I was going to say. I think Carolyn holds her own in basketball. No, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna be brave and sign up for USTA yeah. in the fall. I think and um, yeah, just get out there. I think I said this a couple weeks ago. I used to accidentally play um, match tie breaks or tie breakers when I when I didn't need to on the scoreboard. Like we'd get to five all, and I'd be like, "Oh, let's do a tie break." Oh, okay. People were like, "What?" And then after the match, I'd be like, "Oh, it was supposed to be at six six, not five five, or yes. you know, something crazy." So. But- Everyone's learning at Everybody's that level. Everybody's learning. Everybody's learning. <laughs> and I didn't just do that one time. Believe me, this is multiple. <laughs> well, I, I still have like, I want to be a good teammate mentality. So if my doubles partner, I would not want to be the weak link. Um, yeah. Um, but but it's know. very different. How many are on the basketball court? Same as volleyball? Six? No, we Six, have five. Five. five, five you really don't know basketball, don't know do you? <laughs> I don't know anything about basketball. If I was going to warm up, I would just take the ball and just keep shooting. <laughs> Somebody shot it, went in. Thank you. Yeah. Because <laughs> none of mine would go in, so I would just keep trying until I got one, and then I would let somebody else. Um, yeah, I know nothing about it, but that's going to be a big adjustment for you to just have you and a partner on the court, right, instead of a... Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I... I, I think I like it. Um, the little bit that I've played so far, yeah. um, I, I like having a teammate and encouraging them. Yeah. And I did get yelled at. Uh, well, not really yelled. I was scolded <laughs> at oh, my last it. last game of quads because it was like the last one of the season. But I really wanted to win, even though there wasn't a court to like advance to. She I wanted to win. Lost. And I knew it went down to one game. Yeah. And like I think it went to deuce. And, and then we lost. And I was like, oh. And I sat down like a little toddler, like, oh. <laughs> You know, I just needed like a minute to be like, oh, I'm sad, you know. Um, And the older lady came up and she's like, Angela, it's just quads. It's just wreck. It's, you know, relax. And then she said, oh, well, I guess with your basketball background, you're kind of competitive. Like it it comes and goes, you know. I'm not looking to like prove myself as an athlete anymore. I'm nowhere where I was and I'm not interested in that. I want to just join and have fun. And and the the fun you get of like improving. And and even just learning all the details of the game that I've learned from you guys there's so many details yeah Yeah. but this is a hard sport i will tell you this is a hard sport if you're competitive which i know you are but then 
you know, somebody hits a ball with a weird spin and you can't hit it over the net. And there is, I mean, every time you go out there, you know, it is a little kind of personal because it's not five players on a court. There's only one or two. So, And Carolyn, the thing she likes the least about tennis is that there's no official. Yes. Yes. So you're calling the balls in or out and you have to trust people that you're playing against the person and you want the ball to go out. So you're calling a ball that you want to go out and you have to call it. That still doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but we'll never be good enough to have officials. So I just had to get over that. (laughs) Well, with basketball, I had quite a uh, adversarial relationship with officials and spent a lot of time (laughs) in foul trouble on the bench. So (laughs) I think I've evolved and learned that I can only control what I can control. So whether it's, you know, a bad call from the other team or if it's my partner's just having a bad day, Mm -hmm. like I I can't control all that. So I just have to focus on on what I can do. We're going to keep reminding you of that because I do know how competitive you are. Yes, it is hard. I think it's exciting to see when you're at the higher levels, how you're going to handle that and what story you're going to have a lot of great stories. I can't wait. Yeah. We, ha- we have to have you back after you play USTA. Will you come back? Of course. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very much to Angela for talking with us. If you'd like to see an unedited version of our conversation with Angela, that includes a lot of laughs. You can look at it on our YouTube channel, which is second serve podcast. Thanks so much for listening and hope to see you on the court soon. Mm-hmm.